Hello, Lorna. Hello, Lena. I almost just said hello, Terriers. Hello, Terriers. It's because you guys are all fresh on our mind. Yes. We're so excited to talk to you. Yeah. I'm thinking of all of you and Lorna, which who is also a Terrier. I'm also a Terrier. Lena's a Terrier. We're all Terriers here. So um, with all that Terrier love, I don't want you guys to miss out on anything cool coming up. We want to jump right in to all of our fun upcoming events going mm-hmm. on this week, the next week, the week after that, and so forth. Yes, we have an exciting event coming up this week, uh, hosted by yours truly, Lena Ross, president of the Environmental Appreciation Club. We have an event. It is upcycled love collage making. Come to the Casey Basement on Friday, February 9th at 5 p.m. We are going to make love collages. If you're wondering what that is, think of collage as the craft where you're taking bunch of different art supplies, bunch of things that look pretty, that look cool, put them together with some glue and some art supplies, and it looks really nice, really cool, very creative and self-expressive. You can make a fun love collage card or other artwork to show yourself, self-love, or express it to someone else, a friend, family member, or a partner. These collages will all be upcycled, meaning that we are repurposing paper items like magazines, scrap paper, newspaper. I also have some other like collage specific items because I'm an I'm an avid collager. And a lot of these items items would traditionally be thrown away. So we are using some of these really cool looking items. We're preventing them from going to the landfill, turning them into crafts. So I hope to see you there Friday, February 9th, 5 p.m. Casey Basement. Come make a love collage. Show some love this Valentine's season. And speaking of Valentine's season, I'm going to plug another one of our upcoming Valentine's Day events because Valentine's Day is next week. Can you believe it? So on Tuesday, February 13th, from 3 to 5 p.m. in the first floor of the library, which not to uh, give you guys too much too soon, but the library is going to be kind of important this episode. Mm -hmm. Um, IF is going to be hosting their Valentine's Day in Japan event Um, And you guys can make Valentine's gifts and uh, gather stuff to give to anyone in the same feelings of the uh, love collage event. It's kind of Japanese of you to gear it not towards your romantic partner, but towards anyone. Um, So that'll be a very fun thing to do. Speaking of really cool things next week, the Barbara Thompson Award for Short Fiction Competition is going to be over Monday, the 12th of February at 11.59 p.m. That is your last chance to submit something to this wonderful writing competition that the Hiram College Lindsay Clean Center for Writing puts on every year. I don't want to give you a spoil too much. You need to go onto the website um, and read more about this wonderful competition, read past submissions, um, telling it to you as somebody that has one, one time, third place, woohoo, um, just submit something. Especially if you're a writing student and you're taking writing classes, submit something. It's really great for you as a writer and as a person. If you're not a writer, throw something together. You never know what will happen. Um, it's going to be really fun. And uh, of other exciting February events coming up, we have the annual Lip Sync Competition Sunday, February 25th at 6 p.m. in Hayden Auditorium. Participants will be given the opportunity to creatively perform a lip sync to a pre-recorded song and they will get the chance to win the number one housing lottery number. Those who want to participate can sign up individually or in groups up to sixth. 
Signups open on January 29th, which has already happened. So sign up now. And they are closing on the 22nd. That is coming up soon. February goes by pretty quick. You know, there's there's not even 31 days. We got 29 this year, though. You got an extra day in February this year. So on the 22nd, that is when you can no longer sign up. So I highly recommend you try. Get in there, especially if you have a group of friends you want, like, a townhouse with or something. Because I did it last year. We did not win. We got third place. But it was very silly, very fun, really cool bonding with your future roommates. That was really fun to... <laughs> practice a lip sync competition with the people you're going to live with next year. Gets a little bit, little bit of humility uh, with your roommates and in front of, you know, a whole group of people <laughs> at an Auditorium. If you guys love this part of our podcast every week where we talk about these upcoming events and you have an event coming up that you want us to talk about and speak into everybody's little terrier ears, then you know what you need to do? You need to submit to Hiram Highlights. Okay, just submit to Hiram Highlights. It's really easy. It's really fun. It's really cool. You get to fill out a form. I love filling out forms. So do that, and we'll talk about your event on the podcast. I will also add that we did, in fact, perform the Big Time Rush theme uh, from Big Time Rush Nickelodeon teen sitcom of the 2010s. Uh, So it was really funny. And, yeah, so if, if you want that number one lottery spot, go ahead and join in there. Also, read the Hiram Highlights. little marketing shout-out. I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna make it count, you gotta make it big time. Exactly. It has been really nice outside, by the way, Lena, this mm-hmm. week. Really great weather. Uh, getting into the, like the fifties up there, but I just want to thank uh, Puxatawney Phil for granting us a few. What is it like six? No, spring is coming early. Early spring. Early spring. Yeah. It's it's not six more weeks of winter. It no. Is, spring isn't coming soon yes asap thank you phil thank, thank you, you phyllis his wife um it was really nice i had a presentation on monday afternoon mm-hmm. and you know when you have a presentation and it's the winter and you're like i'm gonna have to bundle up and wear a bunch of crazy things and my hair is gonna look crazy because i have a hat on but that didn't happen for me i got to wear a nice comfortable cool outfit um and no hat and my hair didn't look crazy. But that presentation mm-hmm. was very fun. I uh, want to talk about it a little bit. And actually, it'll allow us to finally introduce our guest of the episode, um, Janet Vogel. Hi, Janet. Hey, everyone. She's just been very patient waiting to Absolutely. talk. Um, so the program that I hosted on Monday was um, this nice program to talk about notability, right? And um, I think I've talked about notability on the podcast before. It's the only way that I can really get through anything. I mean, it's week five. Midterms is next week. And I definitely wouldn't be standing on two legs without notability. <laughs> um, but I, I didn't just like conspire this. I was just, I work at the library, as many of you might know, or as many more of you might not know. Um, But I was just working um, a few weeks ago. uh, And Janet, who is my boss, saw me notabilitying away. And we just devised a little 
program. So you want to talk a little bit more about that opportunity? Yeah, so one of the things that we are doing at the library, we received a $50,000 grant from the State Library of Ohio to increase our programming in information and digital literacy. And so when I saw Lorna just notability away, as she puts it, I thought, wow, that's a really great resource. I would like to learn how to use notability more. And I thought that would fit right in with our workshop. So I asked if she would, uh, would help us with that. And so we're going to be doing a number of different workshops at the library coming up this spring. So check out Hiram Highlights. They will be in there. Check mm -hmm. out some of the flyers in the library as well, and we'll post a few around campus. Um, but the other piece of that grant will be to add some new furniture to the library's lower level. Ooh. So the classroom space will become an actual classroom oh, with my comfortable tables and chairs on wheels so they can be moved around mm. and some new technology. So we're really excited about that. It probably won't be completed until um, you know most everybody comes back in the fall, but we're excited to get that started and, uh, and kick that off. So thanks to the State Library of Ohio for funding that for us. That is so cool. And so, Janet, I didn't give you your proper dues. You are the director of the library. You're not just my boss. You're not just <laughs> Lorna's boss. Um, you are the director of the Hiram College Library. And so um, maybe we can talk a little bit about what that means. So not only are you uh, getting grants in and directing and getting some of these programs happening, but what, what do you do, you know, day to day, week to week? All the things. No, um, you know, I think sometimes people think about the, the library as, you know, the person that you might see in your classes, right? So I go out and I work with a number of classes. We come to all the UCS classes, for example. We work with capstone classes. Anytime somebody's working on research projects, we're there to help. But uh, we also make sure that we have the resources that you all need to do your papers, right? It wouldn't do any good if you couldn't get access to all those journal articles and the 750,000 books and ebooks that we have on offer. Mm -hmm. So uh, managing that, making sure you have um, the things that you need to be successful, making sure that the building is in order. So sometimes people will see me wandering around looking at things. That's because I'm checking, oh, is there is there a leak? Is there something funky happening? Where did that beanbag chair go? <laughs> <laughs> that is a mystery. Those beanbag chairs really travel, and they are so heavy. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> this, is a, this is a good opportunity for a little anecdote, okay, about my time as a terrier before I became a circulation desk worker. And maybe this will put me in bad light with Janet. But it, it's a beanbag story, and I feel like one day I was going to have to tell this story to her. So if you'll forgive me, Lena, for taking the spotlight for a moment. But those beanbags I was walking in the library my freshman year and I noticed the beanbag out of place near the um, forgive me all of my terriers I'm gonna use some not specific library words so you're gonna have to go on a scavenger hunt to find these specific rooms but it's a little room with the blue guest book um, the sunroom and the beanbag was right outside of there next to that like wooden table setup they have and I was like, that's not where it goes. And I dragged it back to the children's section where I thought it belonged. And I got to the children's section and it was completely empty because it was being repainted. And so somebody had moved that on purpose. And I was like, this was the heaviest thing in the world. It had taken me forever to get there. But I was like, okay, I'll take it back. And I'm dragging it and dragging it. And then suddenly, former library worker that I will not name because he did not ask to be named on this podcast this morning, <laughs> walked through the library and I freaked out 
left it in the middle of the 600s and ran away. And I left the beanbag there <laughs> in the 600s to be dragged, probably by that poor former library worker who has since graduated and moved on to better things than moving beanbag chairs. But... All right, there's my little anecdote. <laughs> well, you know what? You recognized you recognized where you went wrong. I understand it can be scary. And I think this is a good time to point out that um, sometimes people are scared of us. And I am desperate to prove that we are not scary. Janet has gone on record to say that she is desperate. On the podcast. <laughs> no. Desperately not scary. No, you know what? I think sometimes people people have had bad experiences with libraries in oh, the past, okay. right? And they've been shushed. I understand. Right? Or, oh, yeah. they've been, yeah. or they've been told, no, you can't do that in the library, right? And, you know, I've definitely said <clears throat> there have been a few instances where maybe you shouldn't do that in the library. Mm -hmm. That's maybe an outside yeah. activity. But generally speaking, right, I'm, I'm very happy to have people in the library. I'm happy to have them socializing on the first floor. Happy to have you studying and moving the furniture as long as it's safe, right? We don't want things stacked in weird ways or right. anything like that. So please, you know, ask us if you, you know, you forgot to return your book. That's okay. We just want it back. Mm -hmm. It doesn't. I don't mind that it's late. Just bring it back. All those sorts of things. Um, so, yeah, you know, as the library director and just sort of responsible for making sure the library does what it's supposed to do, making sure that, that you all have what you need and, uh, and can ask questions and get friendly help from friendly folks. Yeah. And and fixing the printer. I spend a lot of time <laughs> fixing the printer. In oh, the library. yeah. I'm sure. Hey, we love that printer. It's, it's, so, it's really nice, really accessible. So speaking of, like, the... The newer terriers who may be a little intimidated by the the library workers, or for instance, like the director of the library. Um, what kind of academic or student services are available at the library? And I know there's many, so you don't have to list every single one in incredible detail. But um, just what kind of examples of things can people find when they step into the library? Yeah, so um, when you first walk into the library, the Ask Your Desk is on the left. That's where student workers like Lorna are, and hopefully they're very friendly and happy to be there. Sometimes they're a little tired, <laughs> but we're happy to have them. And that's kind of your first place. If you're not sure what to do, how to get something, who to ask for, you can always ask those students, and they have been trained to try to answer your questions or to get somebody who can. And then um, behind that desk are all of our librarian offices. So sort of behind it and then over by the elevator. So if you need a librarian and our door is open, just pop on in, ask a question. On the other side of the library are student academic services. So those are folks who can help you if you are trying to figure out what class to register for, or you need to work on your time management, or you want to get a tutor, or you're having trouble with Moodle, um, or you're having trouble with your ePortfolio. All of those people can help you with any of those questions. And then further back, we of course have the Study Hub and the Writing Center, great places to get help on your papers, get help with any of your classes. There's a schedule on the door and of course on the website. And then downstairs is the um, help desk for the media services and learning technology. So when you have a question about your iPad, that's the place to go. Um, so check us out, come visit. And of course, you know, don't forget we do have snacks at the Clock Tower Cafe, so you can purchase those. And you are allowed to eat in the library. We, you won't get yeah. in trouble for that. That was not allowed at my high school, so that, that was a new one. I like I made a burrito the, burrito the other day. I was like, is this allowed? I know I bought it here, and there's a microwave <laughs> right here, but is this allowed? <laughs> you need fuel for your studying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's the coolest thing. The library is like an office for many people. Like There's a lot to be done, but also there are a lot of cool books. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of great 
spots in the library to read those books. And there's a lot of rooms. We hold a lot of presentations. The presentation, my notability one that I was talking about, that workshop that I led this past Monday, we held that in the basement. Um, but there are a lot of spaces to hold events. Clubs meet in the libraries. Classes meet in the libraries. Um, and I don't know. There's a lot of cool spots. Do you have any particular favorite place in the library for different types of things that you want to shout out? Yeah, absolutely. So I love if you go up on the third floor and you go behind the library instruction room. So like if you come out the elevator and you go all the way around, the first place that you get to was the first place that I had repainted when I came to the library. Mm -hmm. And we picked out the blue and the white to match the lower level. And it's sunny and bright. And it's a great place to sit and study. Um, but if you keep going, also comfortable seats if you just want to relax. I also am partial to the Hiram College Archives, which mm -hmm. is not open all the time, but is open by appointment. And I know, I think, Lena, you were in a class where we yes. did some work in there. And maybe you too, Lorna. Yes. Yeah. So we sometimes uh, work with professors to do some, some research, research in there, but we have archives about the college's history. We have all of the yearbooks from the past, um, and we have a pretty significant collection of James A. Garfield materials because, of course, not mm -hmm. only was he president of the United States, but he was president of the Western Reserve Eclectic Institute, which became Hiram College. So kind of a little fun fact for the new terriers out there. And but, did you guys are, did you guys see that they are making a Netflix series <laughs> Starring, oh, Michael Shannon and Tom Wozbags, whatever his name is from Succession. Oh, and also Mr. Darcy. I, I couldn't tell you his real name right now. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, that's going to be really cool. Hiram's going to get, I don't know, super famous. So mm -hmm. um, everybody start collecting Hiram Air, Hiram Rocks, Hiram Buckeye Tree Nuts, mm -hmm. anything to sell on eBay when Hiram um, gets super big. They'll probably shoot on campus, probably yeah. a little bit. I'm really excited. Uh, <laughs> Michael Shannon, if you're listening to the podcast, I live in Bowler Hall, and I'm free most Fridays and Wednesday afternoons, and we can hang out. We can do whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. And coming back to your question about my favorite spaces, another space that I love is the juvenile area, which you mentioned earlier. And that refresh was funded by the Friends of the Hiram College Library. So a lot of the things that we do are funded by them. They help us um, make sure we have programs and make sure we have great books and resources. So we're grateful to them. Um, but also, sort of as a reminder, too, we have uh, children's books, we have young adult books, and we're always looking for book suggestions. So send them our way, library at hiram.edu, if you're interested in a book. Uh, we're happy to try to purchase it if we can and, and try to broaden everybody's horizons because there's nothing that a librarian loves more than to find out somebody read something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I love that area. It's a really great study area. And speaking of, you know, juvenile childhood, I, I would love to know more and I would love our terriers to know more as well about the director of our library. I would like to know, where did you attend school? Where, where were you before, before Hiram College? So I grew up in Vermont. So I lived there for most of my life. Um, I attended Messiah College, which is outside of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And that's actually where I met my husband. So Lorna was asking me earlier where I, where I met my husband. That's where I met my husband in physics class. Um, so that's a, you know, mm -hmm. something that people don't usually, do, don't usually do is meet people in, <laughs> in physics class. And, um, and then I went to graduate school at um, Loyola University Chicago and the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. So I have a master's degree in public history and a master's degree in library and information science. 
and um, I initially wanted to work in museums. I thought that sounded like a lot of fun. I love people, and I love uh, you know history and and uh, kind of helping people understand history and enjoy history as well. But while I was getting my first master's degree, I started working in a library in a children's department, and it was a lot of fun. So I thought, oh, this is kind of cool. Maybe I'll get another master's degree. I don't actually typically recommend two master's degrees back to back. That was a lot of school. <laughs> yeah. um, but it worked out for me quite nicely. And, um, and then I worked for a number of years as a public librarian. I ended up uh, coordinating uh, programs and services for children and their families for Frederick County Public Libraries in Maryland. So that's where I was directly before coming to Hiram. So a little bit of a different sort of path. But I did also uh, spend some time as an adjunct instructor of history, so teaching US history since 1865 to plenty of enthusiastic college students, or some who maybe were less enthusiastic. Um, but that helped me learn a lot about how to be, uh, how to do library instruction and, and make sure that we're you know, trying to be as interesting as possible. So that helped me when I came here. And then I've been here since June of 2020. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. I love working with the students. I love, um, you know, helping them find the resources that they need. I love working with the faculty. And, um, you know, I think something that I didn't do when I was a public librarian was supervise college students. But it's been a lot of fun to work with all of the students. That's not something that a lot of people uh, staff at Hiram get to do is work directly with the students all of the time. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are some pros, of course, of getting to do that. I can only really think of one con, which is that we graduate. There's probably nothing else <laughs> terrible going on, but you do have freedom. Um, maybe if you want to hit on that. It is really sad when you all graduate because especially some of you that have worked for us for a long time, you know, I feel like, you know, we've, we've helped you through your struggles and, and now you're moving on and, and sometimes you come back and tell us what you're doing, but sometimes we just never hear from you again and it's very sad. So stay in touch, stay in touch. Um, you know, the best part about working with students is just um, giving them an opportunity to to um, learn more, whether it's learning more about the profession, learning more about working in the library, or just learning more about how to um, work in a workplace. Because for some people, that's their first opportunity. And workplace transition is hard. I remember one time I was in my first job and my boss said, you're allowed to take a break. I had no idea you could take a break <laughs> and get paid for it. I thought you just had to work. And just never stop. <laughs> so, um, you know, somebody has to tell you those things. And I also love it when we can have conversations about what you want to do in the future. So when I worked in the public library, I interviewed hundreds of people and filled hundreds of positions. So I have a lot of experience with reviewing resumes and, and things like that. So I've worked with the Career Center to do some of those resume reviews and mock interviews. So I love that aspect as well. I think the only challenging thing is what's challenging t to you all, right? Your schedules are crazy. And sometimes you aren't able to come when you said you're going to come or you know you get sick because you're trying to finish that paper and you stayed <laughs> up all night um you know but that that happens and that's that's one little minor thing in the world of supervising students but i think overall it's such a great experience for us it keeps me young i learn about things that i wouldn't normally do because i'm a little bit of a dork so <laughs> i don't pay attention to pop culture as well as i should so you all help me understand what's going on in the world you know, and Janet, you keep us students in the loop and in the know as well. Off mic, you were just clarifying to me that there is not currently an Winter Olympics happening right now. Um, but, you know, people are getting their medals. There was some controversy right out of Russia, right? Okay. Yeah, but there is a Summer Olympics coming up, and you're kind of an Olympics fan. Yeah, yeah. I have always loved the Olympics ever since I was a little kid. 
And so as an adult, uh, we happened to, my husband happened to know somebody that was competing in the Olympics in London in 2012. And so we decided to see how to get tickets and we managed to get tickets and we went to see the London Olympics. I saw one event, it was wrestling. My husband is a wrestling (laughs) coach. For those Mm. folks who don't know, my husband is a wrestling coach here at Hiram. So um, I have learned to uh, understand and appreciate wrestling. I had never seen wrestling until I met him. So um, it's been a learning experience for me, but I always loved sports, so it was an easy transition. And so we went to the London Olympics, and that was fun. And so then we thought, well, let's try this again. So we went to the Rio Olympics in 2016, which was a blast. We planned ahead better and understood. You have to put in for tickets in advance. It's like a year in advance you have to put in for your tickets. And that's like a lottery, and you hope that you got them. And then, of course, you have to do all the you know booking and things like that. But we got to see field hockey and handball and you know just random sports because it's just whatever tickets you can get. Um, but it was tons of fun, and also getting to go to Rio was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. And um, unfortunately, we're not going to go to the Olympics in Paris. Those are really expensive Olympics, <laughs> um, and we didn't get we didn't get tickets that we input for. So, you know, we'll watch them at home like everybody else. But it was super exciting to be able to do that, and I hope we'll get to go. I think. Oh, I shouldn't say this without looking it up, but I think Los Angeles is coming up soon, and so if we can go then, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. I um, there is a not wrestling but judo Olympian from Middletown, Ohio, Kayla Hudson, and I know her family. So you know, maybe I'll get into some Olympic wrestling, <laughs> watching, watch some more judo. I don't know. So, do you have a favorite Olympic sport? I know there's a lot of people that are like very passionate about like one specific Olympic sport. Yeah, if you had asked me when I was a kid, it 100% would have been gymnastics. Okay. Um, but now, because I'm like all in on wrestling, okay. I it's love wrestling. wrestling. And so there's women's wrestling, which we have women's wrestling here at Hiram. Mm-hmm. Um, but the American women in the international competition have been really good. So Japanese women are, are always really highly ranked. But we, when we were in Rio, got to see um, an American woman uh, win a gold medal. And so it's super exciting to see that when you... Um, you know, when you're in another country and everybody's all excited for somebody that's from your country, even if they're not from there as well. So mm-hmm. um, I enjoyed that. And I like seeing women's sports have the opportunity to grow and become as high profile as men's sports because, you know, why not? We get to play sports too. Mm-hmm. I have a question about the seating at the Olympics. Are you sitting like in like a like an American section, like a student section, you're all cheering <laughs> USA, USA, or are you guys kind of intermingled, like you're next to somebody from like a different country yeah you're intermixed I mean sometimes depending on how you get your tickets like sometimes um, the international wrestling or the international Olympic committee will put different countries tickets together Mm -hmm. Um, but like when we were there we were sitting next to a whole bunch of Brazilian fans who had no idea about wrestling they were just so excited that the Olympics were in their home country and they were singing and dancing Mm -hmm. and it just made it's so much fun to be there and um, so because I'm a librarian and I like to explain things and help people mm-hmm. between me and my husband we were like trying to explain to the people around us like what was happening and, and That's why so this fun <laughs> so I just can't help myself no matter where I am to be a librarian <laughs> that makes much more sense and sounds much more of Olympic spirit than everybody be se- being sectioned off by there mm-hmm. oh yeah country. yeah the Olympics yeah. are very much all yeah. mixed together people are always happy to be there having a good time lovely cultural celebration for sure for sure so what do we have going on with the library coming up in this spring semester 
Well, like I said before, we have a lot of different events coming up related to that grant, so check out the library's events page. But I want to highlight the Friends of the Library are having a program about the solar eclipse on February 20th at 7 p.m. with Professor Dan Gavazzi. So uh, some of you hopefully know that on April 8th, we're going to have the total solar eclipse That's here in exciting. Ohio. And the college is doing a big event. We, we are going to have a lot of fun, so stay tuned for that. But uh, come on over and learn about why eclipses happen and um, how they work and all that kind of stuff on February 20th at 7 p.m. And then, of course, everybody's favorite, the Friends of the Library book sale is mm -hmm. happening in March. So mark your calendars for March 21st through March 25th. The last day will be a bag sale for a dollar. So that's pretty exciting. But come on out. Check out all the stuff. We have everything from LPs and DVDs to all of your favorite books and paperback books and all kinds of different uh, formats. So... We're really excited about all the things that we have to offer, so come visit us. Awesome, and thank you so much for visiting us as well thank at you. the podcast studio. Yeah, uh, thanks it was so much. Really lovely me. talking to you. Yeah, it's a fun episode. Mm -hmm. yes. I I really love learning about everything that the library has to offer because it has so much. It has so a lot cool. to offer, and it's like we couldn't even talk about all of it. But um, like. For example, all right, let's transition into our little goodbye, but we want to remind everybody, go to the EAC event that's happening Friday, make some collages. I'll be bringing some of my collage material that, by the way, I got most of it from the library, either from bag sale events or um, like they have this little bookshelf near the one of the rear exits with uh, free material that you can just take free stuff all the time. It's, it's great. I get a lot of cool magazines there. But, um, mm -hmm. yeah, with that, with that, talk, talk to, to you soon, soon Terriers. Terriers.